This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, everyone. I'm Christine Bentley in studio with Kate Wheeler, and you are listening to What She Said right here on 105.9 The Region. Thanks so much for joining us today, and we hope you're having a happy Easter Passover, or if you don't celebrate either, well, at least a relaxing long weekend. Here, who's on, Here's who's on the show today, award-winning wellness app Carrot Rewards. Don't you love this, Kate? I do. We had them on when they started. Anyway, they're celebrating approaching 1 million downloads on their second birthday. That's an amazing feat with the launch of a a new Step Together Challenge platform, the world's first peer-to-peer rewards for physical activity. So if you don't know, it's an app where you earn points or miles from your favorite loyalty programs when you take small steps towards a healthier life. So we're going to be joined by the CEO and founder, Andreas Suvliotis. Oh, God, I hope I pronounced that right. Who's going to tell us more? Well, the 50s, 60s, and 70s were all magical decades for music, and we'll be joined by author Randy Ray, who has just released his 10th book, which is aimed at Canadian music fans, especially those on the other side of 50, called As the Years Go By, Conversations with Canada's Folk, Pop, and Rock Pioneers. It contains more than 140 stories about performers such as Lighthouse, The Diamonds, The Stampeders, Streetheart, and many more. He's going to transport us back to the days when we attended dances in high school gyms, danced with a first love at a Saturday night house party or left a downtown club after watching a favorite band. (laughs) We're going to have movie and TV reviews with film critic Ann Brody. She's the best. You'll want to stay tuned for that because we're giving away free movie passes thanks to E1 Films, but I'm not going to spoil anything here. Uh, I'm going to let her tell you all about it. Okay. So Candace Derricks from uh, www.lifeinpleasantville.com will also be here. And she is going to help spread the word about the Hepatitis C Late Claims Benefit Plan. And knowing what we should do versus what we do financially can weigh on us heavily, regardless of our financial situation. Dillis Cruz, the Vice President of Wealth at Meridian Credit Union, is going to talk to us about finding our financial truth and what that means. Of course, we always end our show on a high note in our studio sessions. Today, we have Toronto-based electronic pop artist Bridges, who's going to perform his new single, All My Friends. Don't forget to find us on social media at What She Said Talk. We're on Facebook Live every Wednesday morning at 10, giving away great prizes from our guests. You can find all the details at whatshesaidtalk.com. So we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at WhatSheSaidTalk.com. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful. 
Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Award-winning wellness app Carrot Rewards is celebrating approaching 1 million downloads on its second birthday with the launch of its new Step Together Challenge platform, the world's first peer-to-peer rewards for physical activity. Joining us now to tell us all about it is the CEO and founder, Andreas Suvaliotis. Welcome back to What She Said. Thank you. It's nice to be back. Now, the last time we had you on this, it just launched. And in such a short time, Carrot has become the country's leading wellness app with more than one billion loyalty points awarded. So for people who may not know, tell us exactly what the app does. So the app is a little bit of a revolution. It's the first of its kind in the world, actually. It's it's a new way of engaging with the population and of kind of nudging all of us towards living better. Mm-hmm. I mean, the old way, when you think about it, was to put billboard ads on the highway or to run TV ads to convince us to lose a little bit of weight or to exercise a little more or to eat healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, the new way is to go where we are. And there's two places where every Canadian is. The one place is our phones. We all carry our phones with us Mm -hmm. all the time. We're best friends with our phones. The second place is our loyalty points. We love collecting our points everywhere. Mm -hmm. So why not combine these two social habits into something super powerful, which is an app that every time it talks to you, it gives you more points just for listening. So it's a mixture of saving, budgeting, and healthy living. It's, it's everything to do with good living, with mm-hmm. wellness, right? Wellness takes many forms. The most important form for all of us, of course, is physical health, you know, living healthy. Mm-hmm. But then there is financial health. There is environmental health. Any kind of positive behavior that we want to promote among our fellow citizens, mm-hmm. we found out by creating this app, can be promoted much more efficiently in a much more fun way and engage many more Canadians this way. Well, I noticed that it's not, I was expecting it all to be, you have to do some exercise, you have to do this, but actually some of it's watching some videos, just getting yeah. information about it that you get then loyalty points That's right. for doing Anything that. Anything we ask you to do earns you points, whether you watch a video or you complete a quiz or you tell us whether you believe in the flu shot or not, or whether you simply achieve your step goal every day. So one of the most important things we've done with this app, because every phone, I don't know if you know this about the phone that you have in your pocket right now, but it actually has an accelerometer in it. So every single phone that is carried by every Canadian right now tracks our steps anyway. Yeah, so the health, based, well, that little health app or exactly, something like that. Yeah. Exactly. So if we have all this information, why not use it to encourage Canadians to walk a little more every day? So the one stat that we brag about the most after a, a couple of years of running this app in this country and having so many hundreds of thousands of people on it, is that we've taken and all of these Canadians, and we now have them walking on average 20% more every single day. And the reason that's happening is because every single day that you achieve your step goal, we'll give you another couple of points just for achieving your step goal. That's, and that sounds that's amazing. And you don't have to buy something. Nothing. You just have to be a little more physically active. So... Bond Brand Loyalty, that's a leading global customer engagement agency, ranked Carrot among the top 10 Canadian loyalty programs in the 2018 loyalty report, right? So what do you think you're doing differently than other rewards programs? Because as you said, Canadians love their rewards programs. Right. Well, here's the incredible thing about this. Bond rated us among the top 10 out of more than 150 programs in this country. Mm -hmm. But what's even funnier about it is we're not even a loyalty program. Carrot doesn't give you carrot points. Mm -hmm. Carrot gives you everybody else's points. So you as a user get to choose whether you want to get scene points or petrol points or aeroplane miles or whatever points you love through Mm -hmm. Carrot. So when we're not even a loyalty program ourselves, how could we even be ranked among the top 10? And the reason we're ranked so high is because 
Carrot has this amazing ability to engage all of us. We are, the moment you start using Carrot, you just can't stop using it. You know, every yeah, one of these quizzes. Yeah, it me right in. <laughs> yeah. and, and the little secret I'll confess to you as the founder of the company is the reason we are so good at sucking you right in is because we have this beautiful team of behavioral scientists who understand how to speak to you. They understand how to package the language and draw you in with very basic messaging, very friendly messaging, mm -hmm. and very, very meaningful rewards attached to every single thing we ask you to do. It didn't make me feel guilty. Correct. And it will never make you feel guilty. It'll make you feel proud. Mm -hmm. um, and the new thing that we just launched, by the way, this is, the, this is our new pride and joy, is we've actually, instead of just us nudging you every day, we've now moved down another level, which is enabling you to nudge each other. So this is the step together challenge. That's right. So how does that work? So the, until now, we would give you points for physical activity every right. day two ways. One was to give you points for achieving your goal every day. And the second one was to say, hey, challenge yourself, achieve your goal 10 out of 14 days in the next two weeks, and we'll give you extra points for that. So essentially, that way we push you to constantly want to overachieve. Well, the new thought we had was, what if we empowered Canadians to challenge each other? So I can challenge Christine? That's right. So then you and Christine would work as a team, and over the next week, which is seven days or 14 days between the two of you, if 10 out of those 14 opportunities to achieve your goal were achieved, you would earn a whole bunch of extra points, both of you. So now think about it. This so is it's a, a buddy system. It's a buddy system and it's not competition. It's exactly. actually co-opetition, right? You're kind of nagging each oh, other a little that. bit. I love that. Nudging, I'm going to use that. Not nagging. Not nudging. Sure. But I like this. Co-opetition. Co-opetition. I love this. A new word. So, I'm, 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 taking, I'm going to use that. So we launched this just a week ago. And let me tell you a stat that has actually blown my mind. Just in a week, 50,000 Canadians have already embraced it are parts that have joined these Step Together challenges, 50,000 of them. And if you look at the rate of achievement, it has never, we've never seen that before. An enormous percentage of them are already achieving their daily goals every day. Okay, so let, let's, let's delve into, um, you know, Analytica. Um, <laughs> with Facebook, I mean, a lot of people were concerned that they were giving too much data and it's sold, uh, sold data. But that's not something you do this is a completely no different in thing. fact that's not even our business model i mean we don't we don't you will never ever see advertising on carrot that's not how we make money we the the, the carrot app is strictly an app that whose goal is to get you to do things that are important to policymakers. So our main partners in Carrot are government agencies, and we have some private sector partners as well. But their only objective is to actually influence your behavior every day. To, to make get you, you healthier. To make you healthier, to make you more budget conscious, to make you more environmentally conscious. Whatever, the, whatever their positive behavior agenda is, Carrot is all about positive behavior only, very strictly, with lots of fences around that. But we will never advertise. We will never never sell data. There's none of that stuff that you hear about in the news right now happening with Carrot. It's completely different. So There's lots of data. There's tons of data, right? We know yeah. how much you walked yesterday, or we know that you happen to not be a smoker, in which case, why should we ever bother you with a quiz about smoking? There's no point. We know you're a non-smoker, so we'll take you out of that list. I like the quizzes. The quizzes were good because I learned something um, as I was doing the quizzes. Even if I got a wrong answer, I, was, I learned something and, and I got a few <laughs> and wrong you earned answers. Something, right? And I earned something. I learned and I earned. So now, as, as far as I know that I, I chose scene rewards, so scene points for my, because I like going to the movies. But there's Petro points, uh, Aeroplan miles, um, like 
There's are there more? There are some grocery points called more rewards, which more mostly rewards. apply to Western Canada. Okay. There is a drop point, which is a new kind of millennial currency that's very popular. I haven't heard of that one. Um, then we're not millennials. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So there's there's five different kinds of rewards right now, which is plenty, frankly. But we have a big surprise coming this year. We have two very large, very prominent currencies being added to this list. Are of five. you telling us now? I would have to kill you. Um, <laughs> but in six weeks, you'll know. It's very, it's very imminent. Well, that's amazing. So uh, you're offering, uh, I understand, double points for the next two weeks. Yes, for the next two weeks, just to get people familiarized. Are we, with are we leaving the the best for last here? Yeah, we buried the lead. We buried the lead. Well, double points. Double points are on right now. Sign up for the Step Together Challenge, and even if you don't have a buddy right now on Carrot, you can quickly get one by inviting somebody else to the app. Oh. So you can go to the App Store and get in the app, but you also have a Facebook page. It's Carrot Rewards. Twitter, it's Carrot underscore Rewards. And it's CarrotRewards.ca. That's right. For the website. you know what? It, all you, you have to do is go to the App Store and type Carrot, and it comes up at the top right now. It's, it is the most popular wellness app in our country. We don't have too much time, but every time we speak to you, you're, you're, coming out with, you're working on something else. Anything you can tell us about besides the couple of new rewards programs. I, I, the the one thing I'll tell you that'll, that'll make you proud as a Canadian, because it makes us, all of us at Carrot, super proud, is because this was a world first invented right here in our country. Now, several other countries are in discussions with us about creating Carrot over there. And I can even tell you who they are. There's some pretty advanced conversations in the UK right now, mm -hmm. uh, in Mexico, in Australia, and in the US. So it's, it's frankly, it's happy days for us because to see this little gem that was created in our little country mm -hmm. being copied elsewhere in the world right now is pretty cool. Well, we're very happy to have uh, been along for the ride. Thank you very much. It is wonderful being with you guys again. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Fashion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit KearnsandCo.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Anyone who grew up in Canada in the 1950s, 60s, and 70s knows how amazing this country's music scene was in those magical decades. And joining us now is Randy Ray, who has written a book all about it called As the Years Go By, Conversations with Canada's Folk, Pop, and Rock Pioneers. Welcome, Randy. Good to be here. Uh, well, the years may have gone by, but the memories linger. You wrote this with your longtime collaborator, Mark Kearney, and it contains more than 140 stories about 1950s, 60s, and 70s performers. Tell us how this idea came about um, for this book. Well, the book is aimed specifically at baby boomers, like myself. So it's aimed at people 50 plus, 
And how this all came about, I mean, it's, it's a long story. I'll try to make it brief. I grew up in Scarborough, went to Wexford Collegiate Institute, mm-hmm. Pharmacy in Lawrence-ish. And uh, back then, used to go to all the high school dances, church dances, you know, go downtown yeah. once we got a drinking age. Uh, the chimney, the rock pile, all those places. So really developed a love for music. And then I was a longtime newspaper reporter for many years, including at Parliament Hill. And um, once that career petered out, um, Mark and I, well, during that career, Mark and I started interviewing people. Uh, for, as for Aware, the Now music column, which appeared in a bunch of papers in the 80s, okay. 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. actually the 80s. And um, at one point, we just thought, uh, well, we wrote, a, we wrote a, fir- a first book, which was sort of abbreviated columns, and that was our first book. We had eight other books after that, and eventually we said the long-term, longer version of the column's got to become a book. So that's what this book is, much longer stories, updated to a point, and aimed specifically at uh, the baby boomer crowd. So what is in this book that you think uh, will resonate? Because we all remember the music, but you must have some fabulous stories in there that maybe, you know, unless you read that particular column, you just wouldn't know. Yeah, well, before I get to the stories, the whole idea of the book is well, I want people to read the book and go, I remember dancing to the poppers or the ugly ducklings or lighthouse or Sean and Jay Jackson, the Majestics or Susan Jacks under the basketball nets at my high school with my sweetheart. And that's, so the idea is to... Bring back memories. So just how you, just like we all remember where we were in 9-11 or when Kennedy was shot or whatever, I want you to read that strong. I remember where I was when I heard that song by the Poppers because my late wife and I danced at Wexford Collegiate to the Poppers, to Lighthouse. So that's what I'm trying to do with the book. Read the story, ding, uh, trigger a memory. What what year would it be? go up to? Would it include the Bamboo Club and places like that? No, 50s, late 50s to early 80s. Early 80s. So well, some of the, yeah. Yeah, some of the, some of the clubs. So we're not talking, uh, a lot of, you know, bands that were still going when we were writing the column mm-hmm. are not in the book. Like the Guess Who was, was, was still playing, Bachman Turner, they're not in the book. There's some more obscure bands, but there are big bands in there. Dick Duck and the Dorks? Dick Duck and the Dorks are not in there. <laughs> There's always a band. Everybody nails me. Say, why isn't that band in there? Well, you can't write about them. I understand why they're not there. I just I used to go and see them a lot when yeah. I first. When I 140 first stories. So is that 140 bands? Yes, it is. And I am very proud to say we interviewed somebody in every band. We didn't. There was no internet, but we wrote this column, right? So we lighthouse. We didn't interview interview all 13 people. We interviewed Skip Prokop, Paul Hoffert. Every band you're going to read in that book, we talked to them. What surprised no you the most when you like when you what did you find out that really well, blew you away? Well, we found out a lot of stuff that resonates today in that uh, bands and solo acts got into situations they didn't like, like a bad manager, a bad record deal, uh, their truck breaking down, rolling along the you know a back road, going to a gig, and the wheels fell off. All those same things are still happening now. So I think young people would read these. If you're coming up the pipe as a band, read this and get an idea of what the landscape's going to look like if they decide on music as a career. Do you think that, you know, music and stardom or performance or, is such a machine? Do you think it was the same sort of machine back then? I don't think so. And um, Even though they had studios back then that backed these people, and now everybody seems to be indie. You yeah. know, they're independent, but... No, think? I, I think changed? it was sort of more of the business was more sort of mom and pop, like the band was playing in somebody's garage on Shandara Crescent in Scarborough. Like, I used to help a band called Windmill do that, and they didn't do it, but a lot of bands like the Ugly Ducklings that were known as a garage band started at Cedar Bray Collegiate, and suddenly a record hit on Chum, and you had to get onto Chum in those days or you were going nowhere. Oh, the chart. 
and then and you know they just sort of muddled along and and eventually as the industry grew uh, they got better management better producers and it did become more of a crazy you know bam bam money business but i think back then it was a little more folksy mom and popish so to speak do you think the people that you interviewed back then were they almost surprised by their stardom or by their well some of them were i i, I certainly know that um they loved to talk about it and some of them uh you know they were like five man electrical band out of ottawa for example that they're, they're on this album that i brought in called the wild pair uh, back then they were known as the staccatos uh, they I remember that name they were ready to break up and they had a song called signs so they were playing a game of softball, drinking a few beers after the game, getting ready to break up. The song broke in the States, and suddenly he said, we're going on the road. So th- those sorts of things did happen, for sure. So, and you still collect records, albums? Oh, I do, yeah. Vinyl? Vinyl, vinyl. It's, it's making a great place. comeback. It is, it My is. daughter How many do you have? Vinyl? I've got about 500 records, which is a small collection. That's small. That's, That's small. a small collection. I've got a couple sure. worth 500 to $1,000, though. Which one's your most valuable album? Well, I have an album by a band called Plastic Cloud. And they came out of, I think it's Bay Ridges, somewhere around Toronto. It's either Bay Ridges or Oak Ridges, I forget. And they had 500 records. They were a psychedelic band. They're actually not bad. One album, uh, that was it. And it's worth a lot of money now because it was uh, rare. And uh, now they've re-released it. And even that one's worth. I've seen people say they've got the cover of the album, that, like the, the line, the, mm-hmm. worth $200, just the cover. So there you go. So what do you do now? After doing something this ambitious. Well, this is the 10th book Mark and I have written. And by the way, our website is www.triviaguys.com, uh, where you can look at the book. We, um, we have tapes of all these interviews. So we taped interviews with, you know, uh, Skip Prokop of Lighthouse and other people. We, we have those on the website now. So we're trying to get some interest in those. So far, not very good interest. People don't even want to pay two bucks to listen to them. But, you know, just to try to expand what we've got here like Skip Prokop talking about uh, what, how the band was ignored in the old days and why they didn't go play in Woodstock. They turned down a chance to play Woodstock. Mm-hmm. And he's a little bit, he's, he's the late Skip Prokop. He recently died. But uh, he's cranky, and he's got some really good stuff to say about how Woodstock or how the, the Lighthouse was innovative way before, like, Chicago arrived and, and that sort of thing. Actually, I was, I'm reading Joni Mitchell's biography and how she was desperate to get to Woodstock and, of course, didn't had to watch it all on TV. There's a bit of traffic, yeah. Uh, and um, and watch it all on TV, but then of course wrote the quintessential song, which is what everyone thinks she was there, but she wasn't. Mm-hmm. She wasn't. It's a fascinating stuff. Um, so where can people go to get the book? They can go to your website. Well, we're self-published, so that's a challenge of marketing it. So www.triviaguys.com, mm-hmm. and then it's in a few stores in Ottawa, a place called Books on Beachwood. It's not anywhere in Toronto, but Amazon.ca, Amazon has and it? you can okay. go buy it on uh, Chapters. Through Kobo as an ebook, mm-hmm. Kobo is great. Mm-hmm. We have we we could put it on. We have our very own book list at, at Kobo. Oh, really? Yeah, it's an ebook. We can put it on our books with Buzz uh, list. Um, so, would you say your main goal was to give people a sense of what it was like being there then? Well, uh, yes, yes, but but as a spectator, like I don't know what you guys did when you were younger for on Friday nights. I'm not telling. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Nor am I. <laughs> we, when, we were probably not model. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I never got. To, never went to the police station. But no, um, me neither. But uh, but the the, 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 the dance, the dance somewhere was huge, right? Right. The dance was huge, and I think what we're trying to do, as I said at the start of this, was take you back to a time. You know that dance. It may not have been 
the music you went to. Maybe you had your first beer out on the racetrack behind your high school, the, the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the track. Or maybe you blew dope out the back. I don't know. Maybe you did something. But when you saw Lighthouse, what were you doing that night? That's mm-hmm. what we're trying to do with this book. Or the Poppers, the Ugly Ducklings, or Stitch in Time, or any of the bands that are in the book. Do you think us baby boomers will remember? <laughs> As a matter of fact, you will. Oh, okay. You will. And you know, I, I just, just we're ending here. I p- people say to me, they'll come down my basement, and you were talking about my vinyl collection. I'll say, have you ever heard of a song by uh, Wildflower by, you know, um, Skylark? They go, nope, never heard of it. I put the song on. They go, I remember that song. Yeah. You know, Prism, all these bands, they don't remember the song, but you play it. Yes. And they remember it. So if you heard a song on the radio by Lighthouse uh, half an hour from now, you might just remember roughly where you were the night you first heard it or saw the band play. That's the idea. Well, the book is called As the Years Go By, Conversation with Canada's Folk, Pop, and Rock Pioneers by Mark Kearney and Randy Ray. Thank you so much for coming My in pleasure. and telling I us all about Thanks it. a lot. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Today's the day to try something new. Second City Training Center is home to North America's largest school of improv. Whether you're looking to build confidence through a public speaking class, test out some new material at the stand-up drop-in series, or just want to stop by and see what's up with improv, they'd love to have you. Visit them online today at secondcity.com tc or call 416-340-7270. This is 105.9 The Region. Saturday night at the movies Who cares what picture you see When you're with your baby Let's roll in the balcony it's time now for Saturday Night at the Movies with our film critic, Anne Brody, brought to you today by Entertainment One Films. So, Anne, what should we be watching this long weekend? If you want something really nice to take your mom, your granny, or yourself, go to see Finding Your Feet. It, oh. has, it has an A-list of English actors. You're going to know them all. Timothy Spall, Celia Emery, and Imelda Staunton, and our hero, Joanna Lumley, who now has hair about this length, gray and looks sensational so it's about two sisters reuniting after 10 years of not speaking and uh, they get in a lot of scrapes it's basically a farce Mm -hmm. and they do a bit of traveling and so much happens it's it's hard to to tell you to give you a, a succinct plot line but it really is entertaining and it's beautifully shot and the women are just they're so relatable Excellent. Yeah. What about Journey's End? That's a tough one. It's very good. It's got some great actors. Sam Claflin plays the leader of a British troop uh, unit that's in the trenches during World War I. They're 60 meters away from the Germans, and it is so tense to watch them worrying and waiting. And all these people, these soldiers, they're children. They're like 18, 17 years old. Um, It's rather harrowing but it's great it's really worth seeing china hustle oh 
<laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> this is a political documentary about the Chinese financial institutions that have sort of created a downward spiral for the global economy and uh, directly was associated with the 2008 crash. So what it is, is a lot of the investors said after um, the recession that China was the only place to go to for to invest money. So people threw everything into it. And of course, most of it was non-existent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody suffered and it was, uh, so they follow the whistleblower. He gets nowhere. He's been fighting this for years and he's still nowhere. No one will listen to him because a lot of people are in cahoots with the banks. So it's it's a tough watch. What about trumping democracy? Oh, yeah, politics <laughs> Another again. horrifying story. All right, now this came out in no. November. It, it, well, yeah. <laughs> this came out in November, but I think it's worth finding on Amazon or Vimeo. And it's about um, how... The elections were rigged. It's about Cambridge Analytica and this company in Vancouver. How to spot fake news, how not to get sucked in, how to avoid electing someone you don't want. Stunning stuff. Yes, I had no but it idea didn't how to work. Come. None of that worked. <laughs> no, no, a bit too late. A dollar and a minute too late. Yeah. Um, now, Benedict Cumberpatch. <laughs> I can say that. I can't say it six Cumberbatch. times. Cumberpatch. Batch. Oh, Kate. Cumberpatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Yeah. Oh, I said Cumberpatch. That's cute. It's like Cumberbund, like only batch. Cumberbund. Cumberbund. Oh. <laughs> ben, Benny Cumberbund. Yes. Well, he produces okay. this show. That called, guy. Yeah. <laughs> the Child in Time. Yes. And it's based on a book. But I got to tell you, this is the craziest plot I've ever seen. Uh, he's t- gone shopping with his little daughter. She He turns around for literally six seconds. I timed it and she's gone. He and his wife are just in terrible pain, and he's constantly looking for her. The wife is constantly being disappointed that he's not finding her. And then they throw in this crazy subplot about his friend, who was a cabinet minister who resigned, and he's now living out the woods, regressed into childhood. So I don't know. It makes zero sense to me. So, you know, PBS masterpiece, love it or leave it. Okay, now, uh, Tracy Morgan. It's back. This um, is in the last hilarious. OG, and with oh, Tiffany Haddish, which it you I is love. Hysterical. Yeah. The first episode. I've only seen the one episode, but oh my goodness, Tracy Morgan has the best physical comedy. So he's out of jail after twenty or twenty years, I guess, and he's never seen a selfie stick before. He's never seen you know duck face selfies happening. Everything is new to him, and he's wearing these baggy old '90s clothes. The guy is so funny. I'm so glad he's back at work. And I'm so happy to see Tiffany Haddish in a role that gives her a chance to be dramatic and comedic. Absolutely. I think she's great. Yeah. I think she's a real rising star. Innocent? Innocent. Um, Yeah. It's uh, it's another one of these British criminal procedurals. But the way they're written is just... It's above anything that comes out here, and I mean that. It's just so beautifully written and realized, and the characters are so defined that uh, you just engage with them immediately. You know, there's no buildup. You're right there with them. So this is about a guy whose daughter was murdered. He serves time in jail, then he's acquitted. And then we have to find out who did it. 
And if you're looking uh, for a little Margaret Atwood, Alias Grace, directed by Sarah Pauly and uh, starring Paul Gross, is now available on Netflix. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah. It's already been Excellent. around the world, broadcast, and now it's available to everybody. And if uh, you're looking for anything else... Go to my blog. And don't forget, we are giving away free tickets to the advanced screening of Finding Your Feet in Toronto on April 11th, thanks to E1 Films. We'll be there too. Head on over (laughs) to whatshesaidtalk.com for your chance to win a double pass. Do it now. Awesome. Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at whatshesaidtalk.com. Joining us now is Candace Derricks from lifeinpleasantville.com. And you are here today, Candace, to help spread the word about the hepatitis C late claims benefit plan. What is that exactly? So, I mean, you have to go way back in your memory here to uh, Blood Services Canada, where there was between 1986 and 1990, a lot of Canadians received blood products and they were infected with hepatitis C. That was the C. Red Cross back then, then. Was it Red Cross? It was Red Cross. It's and Blood they, Services now. It's now Correct. Blood Services right. now. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I covered the story. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> and it was a long time ago. And I think our memories fail us, right, when we think about these things. But the problem is, is that hepatitis, it's a very cruel mm. disease, right? It can take years and years for it to surface before people even know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they may not make the connection that this was from uh, a blood product they received between 1986 and 1990. So we're sort of just trying to bring this back to the forefront so that a either for people who may have had it or f- their family members to sort mm-hmm. of talk about it and raise that awareness about it. Well, there was like 30,000 people were believed yeah. to be infected with hepatitis C. Right. And then there was the Royal Commission, or, or the Inquiry on the Blood System in Canada. Mm-hmm. The Red Cross was, um, uh, it didn't go well for the Canadian Red Cross <laughs> Society. Um, but then we started Canadian Blood Services. So, but this seems like an awfully long time. It is. And that, is, a, that is the thing about, you know, hepatitis is that it can, it can sit in your, your body for a long time. So it, it attacks your liver cells and causes um, liver inflammation. Mm-hmm. And they may, and people may not have some symptoms for decades. Mm-hmm. And the virus may be transmitted from human to human. So this is I a, didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that either. Uh, yeah, so it can be transmitted uh, from human to human. And there are symptoms of hep C. Like if, if, you know, some people do get the symptoms. It's fever, fatigue, joint pain, uh, abdominal pains, loss of appetite. Uh, so, but most people don't know they have it. And the only way you can know for sure is to get a test. Is to get a blood test. Why so late, though? Wouldn't those people, you know, when there was all the hoopla about it, wouldn't they have stepped forward then? Or do, or I don't know. I mean, why I, now the push? I Well, I think this is the, it's the last time to, to get any okay. uh, compensation from it. So, you know, there is a deadline on this. Um, so we have to, we're raising awareness now so that people don't miss out because uh, the compensation... It's tailored to victim circumstances, but it can range from $14,600 to $329,000 per person, depending wow. on um, the progression, obviously, of, of the disease. Mm-hmm. So, and there is, there's a website that yes. I am looking at right now, yes. which has all all the answers to all your questions. Which right. Is very so good. it's hepcclassaction.ca. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it sort of spells out everything. Uh, and there's a little at the bottom, it says, you know, do you or a family member have hepatitis C and you received a blood transfusion? Uh, then there's 
you you have hepatitis C, but you're not sure if you've had a blood transfusion. And, you know, people say, well, how is that possible? You didn't know if you had blood products or blood transfusion. But, I mean, I can't remember what I had for lunch two days ago. So, I mean, that's a long time to really... You're not yes, thinking exactly. Like, exactly. That's a long, long time. And how do they figure it out? Uh, well, they can help you trace it. So I'm not sure how they they do that, but you call the number and they they, they gather your information and they will help you. It's one eight six six three five three four zero zero three eight six six three five three four zero zero three. And we'll put that up on the website. Now I was very lucky if you want to look at it that way i was stabbed and received wow. lots of multiple transfusions april 1984 but I lots had no of, idea you were lots stabbed. of lots of blood transfusions because i exanguilated i actually learned what that means that means almost bled to death oh my gosh so um but i remember when the blood services inquiry came out yeah. i was thinking I missed this by did, a year. You, now did you get tested though afterwards yeah. for anything yes you yeah. did okay. i absolutely got tested well i was covering the the inquiry so you can go in there and listen all the time and think you know i just think i'm just gonna have well have yeah blood test peace of mind and right find out but yeah it is um and it's if you or your family member received a blood transfusion or blood products but right. do you remember when all the people were panicking about giving blood donating blood mm. and were saying like no that's that's fine you yep. can you can do that but um, what about deceased members of the family um yeah, so that is actually under the FAQ. Um, Frequently asked questions. Yes. <laughs> oh, there it is. Aren't sure if a deceased it says member his of or, his or her his or her estate is entitled to compensation. Okay. And certain family members may also qualify for compensation. All right. So, yeah, so, I mean, I think it's worth um, sort of raising our... our Alarm, not the alarm, but uh, oh, it's worth, news. It's so worth having a conversation about. Absolutely, yeah. because it, like I said, it's something that can be around for a long time. People forget about it. They don't think about it. And this could be causing them real grief mm-hmm. right now. And there is um, there is compensation out there for them. So they really, it's just a matter of uh, if, you, if you're not sure, but by all means, go get your blood test. That's not difficult yeah. to do with your doctor. Right. And it's the only way to know for sure. So you have to do that. And then just go to this um, website, hepcclassaction.ca, and all the information is there um, and it answers all of your questions. Candace, thank you so much for coming in and uh, helping raise awareness of this. Thank you. Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Did you know that 85% of Canadians plan to age at home, yet few of them 
are considering making any changes to prepare for it. Our next guest says this can have big implications, both on families with aging parents as well as seniors themselves. Please welcome the CEO and founder of Homestars.com, Nancy Peterson, to what she said. Thanks, Christine and Kate. It's great to be here. Yeah, it was a study that we've taken for the first time. We polled over 2,500 Canadians and a vast majority over uh, 50 years old. And no surprise, a lot of us don't really want to think about aging. And uh, we're also really happy living living in our homes. And so what we basically took away from the study is that 85% do want to uh, stay um, as long as they can at home, and and that makes sense. But very few are thinking ahead on how to proactively enjoy, and it's not necessarily aging in place, it's just thriving in place, you know, as, as we get older. Well, this was the first annual Homestars and CARP Aging in Place survey. Why, what was the impetus for conducting the survey in the first place. What were you noticing? Well, StatsCan uh, data was, was showing us that uh, 65 people, 65 and older, have outclipsed uh, in total numbers uh, uh, population under 15. So that in and itself, we're, we're just getting older uh, as a population. So uh, there's 15.8 million uh, Canadians over 45 and 13.1 of them own homes. Mm. So it's a big chunk of homeowners. Okay, so and, and it is in, indeed, as you said, the highest number of seniors in Canada ever. 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 So, and it's become such a crucial issue that the Ontario government recently announced it's planning on spending millions to help Canada's senior population stay in their homes. So tell us a little bit about that. And again, in the study, uh, the majority of people are not thinking about how they can make their home uh, the best it can be so they can age and enjoy every bit of it. So uh, the government, uh, federal, provincial, and municipal are all thinking about, because it, it makes sense, you know, the longer we stay in their homes, the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's housing, we're already having housing crises in a lot of urban centers. Uh, the federal government offers 15% uh, tax rebates if you spend up to $10,000 if if you're over 65 and need to put uh, money into your home for for uh, if you've got disabilities so etc. what would yeah, what would what would qualify as that i mean a ramp or, or something I understand or is it yeah. what else would come under that umbrella so i think anything uh, where you are you've got arthritis you've got you need to adapt your you know could be your handles versus doorknobs mm-hmm. uh, in your shower you need a handheld shower uh, bars grip bars around your shower your your Toilet, yeah. yeah, and even just uh, appliances where easy grips, uh, things like that, it can be very small things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Entrance ways, uh, home security. So it's just about again feeling safe and secure. So yes, these would qualify. Oh, okay. Why do you think so many seniors want to age at home as opposed to going somewhere? Yeah, because I, we we as a as a group apparently we do have the money. Yes, yes. And, you know, I think it boils down to people far and away said, uh, I love my location and, uh, and I love my home. You know, it's just a lot of emotion. So mm-hmm. the, the two biggest reasons, mm-hmm. neighborhood, family and friends, you know, you, you just, there's a lot of a emotional tie to 
wanting to stay in home. My, my 87 year old father is still in our family home. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, but I know I'm, I had to actually live with him for a couple months this year because we did some minor renovations in our yeah. own home. And, uh, you know, he's still spry, but he needs handrails up the stair, stairwell, um, just on the yeah. front porch. And, you know, getting in and out of the, out of the bathtub, he has to take so many precautions because he uh, had right. knee replacement surgery. So people aren't thinking about that. He's like, oh, I'm just, but, you know, all these little tiny things can be done to make it, uh, you know, a little more safe. So for a, a couple who are maybe trying, or, or one person who's trying to make the decision. Yeah. Uh, what would you say about the cost effectiveness of, of, rent of, of, of making some changes as opposed to moving? Yeah. Well, the average cost, I was looking this up, to go into a senior's residence is anywhere from, now if we're looking across Canada, 2500 and you're looking in Toronto, GTA, more like thirty-two to 3500 a month. So, And that's if you're on a waiting list and you're number 7,000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Correct. I mean, mm. and so, and you also have to think of yourself and and project yourself. How uh, how are you going to feel uh, living moving out of your your uh, your residence? So I think um, people have to project themselves. You know, whether it's even if they're thinking it's this is ten years off or five years off. How 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 am I going to really enjoy that? People really love uh, their homes. Bottom line, and you know, only two percent said they would move in with family and friends. That was a pretty shocking... Yeah, I, don't, uh, I don't want to do that to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what areas of the home do you think seniors should be investing in? Great question. I, I, again, it, it steps back on the house itself. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you might want to have a low-cost energy audit, see if there's things that you should be doing with windows, insulation that can cut costs, um, accessibility, as I already mentioned, if it's really about pure enjoyment and, and you want to make sure you're getting the, the best return, kitchen is still the number one uh, investment to make that mm -hmm. has high returns on enjoyment as well as we, we all spend the vast majority of our time in our kitchens mm -hmm. and kitchen area and a return if, you're, if you are thinking of selling down the road. And bathrooms. And bathrooms would be number two. That's and right. And you've got some, you picked up a few products that are, that are available yeah. that can help people, like the smart so, thermostat. So technology is uh, evolving and uh, it's become so cost effective now. So uh, from security, home security systems, you can get doorbells that have cameras. These cost a couple hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Ring is one brand I, I just installed and it and attaches to your phone so you can see who's coming and going, whether you're home or not. So it can make you feel a little That's safer. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and this uh, Echo Amazon, these are just towers that allow you to um, wirelessly just ask. Uh, uh, it can connect to your computers and other uh, devices. If you have questions and you don't feel like typing, again, it's just uh, quick and easy. These are $200. There's smart uh, thermostats. I love this company because it's Canadian. It's um, Ecobee. 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 Okay. Yeah. And it's, they've also just launched this, this version so that it connects to Google Home, another, another uh, device that you can um, connect it. So if you uh, want to turn up your thermostat, turn down your th thermostat, you can use voice commands. So What's that one over and there? the last Can't one see. is just a, a, a plug. So I don't know about you, but I'd like to use this for my coffee maker. We all run out the door and realize, you know, 
10, 15 minutes down the road, did I turn off my coffee maker? Or my iron. How many times have I done that? And so this connects to your phone. So you can just, uh, through your phone in your car, you can just make sure, hey, it's it's off. My machine is off. That's and a that great idea. S- a fabulous idea, especially, you know, when we sort of... Um, what, what's that plug called? Yes. Does it have a, what, a, what is it called? A remote Smart plug? Wi-Fi plug. S- yeah, Smart Wi-Fi plug. Well, that makes yeah, that's sense. Good. <laughs> and of course, it, with all of this, you can also get remotely something where if you fall or if something happens, um, people will be notified. That's right. It's uh, the, the uh, security systems. That's right, uh, Christine. That's uh, really important. I started Homestars. 12 years ago, uh, mm-hmm. as a, as a homeowner, uh, because I felt it really important that who you hire mm-hmm. is the most important thing. So if, if, you know, a lot of consumers feel home renovation is daunting and terrifying because they don't know who to hire. And so you really want to do your homework. Uh, so how can people connect with you? So going, going on to Homestars as well and reading reviews, uh, mm-hmm. of, uh, various service professionals and contractors. So do your homework. Always recommendations from family and friends are always great. And mm-hmm. then check them out online and see if they have great reviews as well. And if they're available, you'll have other options as well. So that's homestars.com. Correct. And where can people find the full report and some details on financial support that's available yes, for them? Yes, uh, Homestars. Just type in Homestars Aging in Place. Aging in Place. And we've got a full report there. And we've also, if you type in tax credits, Aging in Place, Homestars, we've got all that information across municipalities, uh, federal, provincial. That's amazing. All in one place. Thank you so much, Nancy Peterson, for joining us today. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at whatshesaidtalk.com. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. Today's the day to try something new. Second City Training Center is home to North America's largest school of improv. Whether you're looking to build confidence through a public speaking class, test out some new material at the stand-up drop-in series, or just want to stop by and see what's up with improv, they'd love to have you. Visit them online today at secondcity.com tc or call 416-340-7270. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. And everybody's popping free and they post it on up for the world to see, yeah. Well, everybody else is perfect. Well, it seems like all my friends are Welcome back to What She Said. I'm Christine Bentley in studio with Kate Wheeler, and that was All My Friends, the new single by Toronto-based electronic pop artist Bridges, who joins us now. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, for people who may not know, tell us how you got started. Uh, I got started making music, writing songs, doing all that stuff back home in Newfoundland, where I was raised. I'm from Steady Brook, a little community of about 300 people. Uh, Both my parents are really musically inclined, and I kind of grew up surrounded by music and knew from an early age that that's 
the only thing I really wanted to do. So I moved to Toronto about a year and a half ago, uh, and I, things have just been going really, really well since I started this Bridges project, and it's just really cool getting to write music and have it out so there. What's the Bridges project? Well, see, I, I also work behind the scenes for a lot of people as a songwriter and producer, and okay. that's kind of what I've been doing while this Bridges thing was just kind of my outlet for myself. Uh, that I was doing on the side, to be honest with you. And then I had a song called In the Wild I released that took off last year. Um, and that's given me the opportunity to kind of become an artist again, which is uh, really quite a transition I found from being a behind-the-scenes guy for a couple of years. And uh, yeah, it's been really cool to have this Bridges thing, which I like kind of a mask <laughs> I was wearing. But well, I mean, all my friends is currently what number seven on Spotify Canada's yeah. viral fifty it peaked chart. At number seven, it's wow. so cool. So yeah, this little this little bridges project is doing okay. Oh, it did so much better than I thought it was going to be. Honest with you, tell us what you wrote it about. Uh, all my friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's uh, it's pretty obvious in the lyrics if you listen to it, but it's it's very biographical about my struggle uh, with social media and with kind of feeling a lot of the times like I'm not keeping up with expectations and having a lot of successful friends and just everything you see on social media is, is so glamorized. photoshopped don't yeah. worry about it <laughs> and, right and everyone knows that and i i don't think it really speaks to anything people don't already know but it's so hard to not get down on yourself when you see mm-hmm. everyone's highlights and you're comparing it to your own behind the scenes all the time you know well you must realize that i'm sure a lot of people relate to that yeah well that's it's got such a positive reaction so far which is amazing that people are connecting with it. So what's coming up next for you? Next for me, I've got a bunch of songs that I'm working on that'll be on an EP coming out this summer. Uh, I've got a bunch of dates coming up for this summer. Yeah. That's awesome. So where do people get in touch with you? How do they follow you? Uh, I'm on all the social media platforms as much as I don't really love them. <laughs> but, uh, you can find me at Bridges Music, but there's no vowels. B-R-D-G-S-M-S-C. That's the, the at B-R-D-G-S-M-S-C. Okay. Instagram, Twitter, all that. And that is it for What She Said. We'll be back tomorrow at noon right here on 105.9 The Region. You can follow us on social media at What She Said Talk. And now performing all my friends in our live studio sessions, here is Bridges. Thank you. All my, all my friends, all my, all my friends. Wide awake at 3 a.m. Way too many thoughts running through my head. I need a break or just a bend. I'm trying to get better. Can we just pretend? Every time I check my phone, I'm reminded that I'm young, dumb, broken, alone. Cause everybody's rich and famous, living on the IGA list. And everybody's problem free, and they post it on up for the world to see, yeah. Oh, everybody else is perfect. Well, it seems like all my friends have settled down. They got houses on the water, posting pictures in the south, zipping on the colliders. Meanwhile, I sleep on a couch. I got nothing figured out, but that's alright. Let's raise a toast to the relay. Yeah, I'm half awake at 10 a.m. on my own. I only got a couple thousand friends. It's another day, a lonely night, real sick of fate. Love, I'm going out my mind. Yeah, every time I check my phone, I'm reminded that I'm young, dumb, broken, alone. Cause everybody's rich and famous, popping champ like a champ down in Vegas. And every 
everybody's problem free and they post it on up for the world to see yeah everybody else is picture perfect well it seems like all my friends have settled down they got houses on the water posting pictures in the south sipping on pina coladas meanwhile i sleep on a couch i got nothing figured out that's alright Let's raise a toast to the real life yeah. Well all my, all my friends All my, all my friends Yeah All my, all my friends Let's raise a toast to the real life Well, it could be worse I know that's true I know I've been blessed Don't get me confused, yeah I get low when I compare All the things that I don't have No, I shouldn't care, but Every time I check my phone, I'm reminded that I still got a ways to go, yeah. Keep trying, but I can't be perfect. And it seems like, well, all my friends have settled down. They got houses on the water, posting pictures in the south, sipping on pina coladas. Meanwhile, I sleep on a couch. I've got nothing figured out. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at Let's Take This Outside.ca. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.